Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road, and we're excited. I got my partner, Daryl Spicer, with me, and he's excited too. I'm excited because we're going to bring trailer trucking to the radio. We're a couple old trailer truckers, and our ministry is to the driver. But you know, that's the way it started, but then all of a sudden we figured it out. It's not a truck driving ministry, it's a whosoever ministry. So we're going to hopefully enlighten you a little bit about the trucking industry, but more importantly, we want to bring Jesus to the drivers out there on the road and to you. So tune in for Church on the Road. up driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels lord that's the lonely sound i spend all day chasing that old white line i've been on the road so long i've lost track of time now it don't matter where i'm going i just gotta drive i have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have that white line fever to the day that I die I said hey start of all these radio programs because drivers the road is your life and that song is just for you out there on that old lonesome road driver we'd appreciate it if you let us get up inside your truck ride down the road a little bit <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy the ride here's the mckay project dennis and leslie mckay taking me home 
after mile Day after day It's a long, hard ride Down a lonesome highway Wheels are humming Like a sad old song Windshield whoppers Singing along Take me home Back where I belong Kinda lonely In this cab alone me and Jesus down a lonesome road Music playing on the radio Merle Haggard singing Me back home Take me home Back where I belong It's taking me home Back where I belong It seems like you friends the mckay project from columbus mississippi and they recorded that at their studio 115a they're a class act they are they are great friends of the ministry partners with us yes they are do you know gary uh, you partner with them and several people during through the years at lonesome road ministries you met so many people that's touched your lives but you know gary you've touched a lot of lives you know you're not just a recorder producer truck driver You've also stood behind some pulpits, haven't you? Yeah, God has blessed me beyond anything I could ever dream, hope, or imagine. And he has sent me all over the country sharing my testimony. And every once in a while, he lets me preach a message. I get to preach at our home church once in a while. And I was interim pastor at Samaria several months. 
and got to preach several messages. And yeah, every once in a while we put them out on a CD and send them out to people out there on the road. You know, you and I sit here together as just a couple old trailer truckers. And we get to think how God has used us, mm. not just in CDs, not sitting in the cab of a truck with a driver, but behind the pulpit of a church. I mean, that's crazy. It is. And, and fortunately, you recorded these messages, <laughs> and now we're able to share them with the radio public. So drivers, sit tight, hang on, because here's an awesome message from my good friend, Gary Raver. Well, I appreciate you, Daryl, and before... We bring that message. I've got a song that I've got to do for this program today. And just want to say happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Son. With each new generation, there's always some new fad that seems to put a gap between a boy and his dad. But there's really not much difference between 60s rock and today's hip-hop. My dad called Grandpa Father the same way you call me Pop. Now, I may not dig your lingo or the way you get your kicks. It's even been said, and I guess it's true, old dogs can't learn new tricks. So it could be that I'm not hip, but I'm just not ready to believe that there could ever be a gap between my boy and me. I remember not too long ago, I would take you by the hand, and the way your eyes looked up at me made me a much taller man. You would ask a thousand questions about the stars and the trees, and if I threw a rock or chewed on an old twig, you would always copy me. I saw myself growing up again, watching you become a man. And now you have a little boy that you misunderstand. Oh, it gives me mixed emotions, sometimes happy, sometimes sad. But my proudest moment was the day you said, I love you, Dad. Life changes with changing times, and that's how it should be. And son, before you know it, you may feel the same as me. So if you sometimes ask yourself what this world is coming to, well, I'm sure you'll find the answer by looking back at me and you. In Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. 
No, that's what God wants for each and every one of us. He has a plan for our lives. He wants to bless us beyond anything that we could ever dream or hope for. I've titled this message, uh, Choose to be Positive. That's what we need to do. We need to choose to be positive. In uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all His commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all, those, all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offsprings of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord, the Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish as you as his holy people as he swore he would. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. God wants to bless us. He really does. I like this. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. God wants to give us more than we ever dreamed or hoped for. Uh, people call me every day, and the first thing they always say is, how's it going? How you doing? And I've got a new saying. I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. Man, God wants to bless us. He really does. And, and when we start speaking that out, it starts getting inside of us. Man, if we'll just speak that out every day, just like that song, uh, Just Give Me Jesus. Man, that's, we need to wake up in the morning like Mike Atkins' songs. Good morning, Jesus. You know, if we wake up and say, good morning, Jesus, what would you have me to do today? Use me to reach somebody today. I'll tell you what, if, if you'll do that, God will bless you beyond anything that you could ever dream or hope for. Colossians uh, chapter 3 says, set your mind for higher things. We can set our minds for higher things and expect God to come through. He will. He guarantees it if we obey His commandments, if we live for Him. If we choose to be positive, choose to be blessed, God will bless us. Too many people out there are just just the opposite. They're negative. Anybody know anybody that's negative? They walk in the door and, and you're, everything changes. The room changes. I mean, they come in and they're, uh, what's well, like the old hee-haw song. Remember the old hee-haw song? Gloom and doom and agony on me. That's, that's their song. They come in singing that song. It's, it's like Chicken Little, you know. They come in and the sky is falling. They're talking about the, the world ending and America going down the tubes and Man, I just want to get away from them people. That, they just drag you down. They will. Every one of them. And they're miserable, and they want you to be miserable too. It's like wrestling with a pig in a mud hole, you know? After a while, you figure out the pig's having fun. But you're not. So don't go there. Negative people are like magnets. 
They just drag you. They want to suck you right in with them. They want to be miserable, and they're going to make sure you're miserable too. The old saying, misery loves company, that's true. They want, they want you to be miserable too. And we can choose to be positive. Negative people need drama, like it was oxygen. Choose to be positive and take their breath away. Negative people expect bad breaks. They're like the old, what's the old uh, Murphy's Law? Uh, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. There's too many people like that. Man, we need to turn that, turn that around. Flip that coin over and be positive. If we're positive, it'll start rubbing off on them. It will. I've got people now calling me up, and, and first thing they say is, I'm blessed and highly favored. It, it, it works. It works. If, if we choose to be positive, it rubs off on other people. I mean, we, no matter what's going on with, in our life, we all got problems. We all got things going on. We can either be down about it or we can be up about it. I'm going to tell you, God has a plan. He is going to do things for us that we never dreamed or hoped for if we ask him to. If we choose to be positive and look for God to do a, a miracle in our life, he will do it. Uh, I remember in, uh, in uh, 2000, year 2000, somebody gave me this book right here, The Prayer of Jabez. If you've never read this book, I'll tell you, it is a powerful little book. I read this book right here from uh, 1995 when I first got saved. I started reading this book, and I read that, this whole book, in the next two years, and it changed my life. When I asked Jesus Christ to come into my heart, it changed my life. This book has changed my life. This book has changed my life. Uh, somebody gave me this book in 2000. I started reading this book and believing what was in it. Um, the Prayer of Jabez. Is First Chronicles 4.10. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, you know what? I put that little verse right there, that little prayer to personal use. I changed one word in this, in this book, in this prayer. And Gary called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. In uh, 2000, I started a tape ministry, and it was very small. I make about 25 tapes a week, but God just kept blessing me and blessing me and blessing me, and now I'm paid full time to do it, and we make about 18,000 every month. That's what God can do if we choose to be positive. Man, I am blessed. I'm highly favored. But God wants, to, God wants to change each and every one of us. If we start our day like Mike Atkins' song, Good Morning, Jesus, start your day. Say, hello, good morning, Jesus. What would you have me to do today? Use me. That was my prayer when I got saved. I just said, God, use me. I want to be used by you. And he is... He has blessed me beyond anything that I could ever hope or imagine. We need to change our outlook. We are child of the Most High God. 
We are created to lend, not to borrow, to be the head and not the tail, to reign in life as kings. We are children of the king. Jesus is a king. We are children of the Father, our heavenly Father. He is the king, and we are children of him. That means we got royalty running through our blood. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. Winning is in our DNA. We are blessed and highly favored. We need to claim it every day, all day long. I tell these guys calling me all the time. I, they, I get these calls all the time, and it's like they're on a roller coaster. They're up one time, down the next, up and down, up and down, up and down. We don't have to live like that. God wants to bless us all the time, every day, if we choose to be positive. It's the old black dog, white dog thing. You know, it's like they got two dogs fighting inside of them all the time, the black dog and the white dog. And it's which dog do you feed the most? You feed the white dog, you get strong. You feed the black dog, he gets strong. The white dog is good, positive. The black dog is evil or negative. And it, we all have that inside of us. Romans chapter 7 talks about, uh, Paul talked about the, the sin inside of us. The struggle with sin. We all struggle with that, but we can choose to be positive. If we put good stuff in, the white dog will take over and we will become strong. And I tell these, uh, a lot of them are truck drivers and the truck drivers, they're supposed to make a, a pre-trip and a post-trip with their rigs every day. To, before they take off on their trip, they're supposed to check their rig. I tell these guys, I said, you need to do a pre-trip every day with the Bible. Read the Bible. Whatever you got time. If you got time to read uh, two chapters, read two chapters. If you got time to read two verses, read two verses. Whatever you do, put, put something in. Put the Word of God inside of you every day before you take off and pray all day long. And watch how God changes your day. Watch how God changes your life. When you put Jesus in, it just changes your whole outlook. It changes your perspective. And at the end of the day, you do the same thing. You post-trip. You read the Bible. Put God's Word inside of you. Thank Him for the day that He's given you and ask Him to bless you the next day. The best days are yet to come. Joe Arby wrote a song called The Best Days Are Yet to Come. And that's the way our life is. The best days are yet to come. God wants to raise us up higher than we could ever think or imagine if we choose to follow Him. I'll tell you, we went down to North Carolina and uh, there was a big prayer mountain down there. And as I'm looking at this mountain, there's steps going all the way up the mountain. And it's just like God spoke to me. He said, this is what I have for you. Each level is a new level. I just want to raise you higher and higher and higher and higher. When we get one thing done that God's given us to do, He's got something else for us to do that's a little bit better, a little bit bigger, a little more. He can raise us up all the way to the top, but we've got to choose to follow Him. We've got to choose to be blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. God has blessed me beyond anything that I could ever hope for or imagine. Uh, you know, Daniel in the Bible, he chose to pray at his window every day, three times a day, I think it was. He made a choice, and but he got thrown in the lion's den for it. But what happened? 
God closed the lion's mouth when he was in there. That's what God wants to do for us. He wants to close the lion's mouth that are trying to devour us in our lives. Being negative, that's easy. Being positive, that's, that takes work. It's not easy being a Christian. There's a guy down at Rig Ministry one day. He, he come in there and he, he said, you know, being a Christian is not for sissies. And I thought, well, that's for sure. It's not. Real men love Jesus. That's right. I remember when I was growing up, uh, I used to make fun of them Christians because I thought they were sissies. Man, I was a sissy. These, them guys, they were real men. They loved Jesus, and they weren't, they weren't ashamed of it. You know, people can't stop what God has planned for your life. People can't stop it. Only you can. God has a plan, a purpose for each and every one of us. Better, higher, beyond anything that we could ever dream or hope for. I mean, I'm living proof of that. When uh, God spoke to me to start a tape ministry in 2000, I thought, man, there ain't no way. I, I wouldn't know where to begin. But I chose to follow God. I read this book, and I started letting this get inside of me. God wants to bless us. He really does. And He will do it if we choose and let Him do it. Allow Him to do it. Allow Him to do it. The Bible talks about generational curses, and there are. There's generational curses. We grow up just like our parents, just like our fathers. Uh, I was down there in, in uh, Goreville, down there at the Cowboy Church about a year ago, and there was a, they was playing music down there, and this drummer was playing the drums. And he, man, he was just uh, beating them drums about, about like this young man up here today. Man, he was hitting them hard. And right behind him was a young boy, his boy, about five years old, and he was sitting there, and he was hitting them air drums right behind him, just like his dad. His eyes were locked on his dad, beating them drums. And I thought, wow, we follow our father's footsteps. We really do. So dads, we can make a difference in our kids. Uh, and there, as far as generational curses goes, yeah, there is. But you know what? There's also a curse breaker, and his name is Jesus. If we accept Jesus Christ into our lives, we can break those generational curses off of our lives, off of our families. Uh, when I got saved, I remember talking to my dad. And he, you know what? He, he said, uh, you may not know this, but I was baptized when I was a young boy. And I thought, wow, I didn't know that. You know what? Baptism won't, won't get you to heaven. Only Jesus Christ will. We have to ask Him into our life, and then we have to follow Him. We have to obey Him. We have to do what He says. We have to live our lives for Him. Dad had a heart attack in 2001, I believe it was. Yeah, 2001. He went to Mount Vernon. Me and my... Uh, uh, brother-in-law, Kenny Stolomar, we went over there and talked to him and asked him about his relationship with the Lord. He said, I'm okay, boys. Don't worry about me. 
And later on, we ended up going to Springfield because he's going to have to have open heart surgery. And we got up there and uh, we talked to him again. He said, I'm okay. Me and God's got our own situation here. And we said, okay. So we left the room and right before they come to get him, to wheel him in to cut his chest open. He said, boys, I need to talk to you. <laughs> he said, I don't think I'm okay. I want to know this Jesus that you know. And we got a chance to lead him to the Lord. And when we got done praying and he accepted Jesus into his heart, I, st I stood up and, and I said, is there anybody else like to give their life to Jesus? We had a whole room full of people. And my mom... She said, I do. I want to go where he's going, you know? And we got to lead her to the Lord. And I thought, okay. Is there anybody else who would like to give their heart to the Lord? And the guy on the bed, in the other side of the room in a bed with a curtain pulled, he said, I'm with you all the way, boys. <laughs> I've been praying with you all the way. So... I don't know if he got saved or if he was just praying with us, but man, it was a hallelujah shouting time. And that is a curse breaker. Ever since, ever since that's happened, mom and dad's been in church every week. They've, they've been working in this ministry. Well, they, were, they was in it before they even got saved. And uh, every CD out there, they have a hand on. They have put a track in those envelopes, every one of them. Over a million CDs they've touched and sent across this country for people to be saved. Hundreds and hundreds of people have given their life to Jesus through this ministry. And that's because I choose to follow Jesus. I want to I serve Him. I want to give all I've got to seeing other people's lives changed. It's always about others. If we keep our ministry about others, we can do anything that God has called us to do. When I first started a tape ministry, I, I, I uh, picked up a tape out in, in uh, Georgia, and I, I got to know a guy by the name of Ray Sisk, and he has a motto. It's others, Lord, yes, others. Let this my motto be, help me to live for others that I might live for thee. That's, that's been my motto ever since uh, I started this ministry, giving out CDs, and it's always about reaching others. So God has a plan for each one of us in here. If we choose to follow him, if we choose to be positive, there's something that God is going to use you to do. What is it? I don't know. But... Uh, God may have already spoken it to you, and you're thinking, no, I can't do this. Well, you probably can't. But if you turn it over to God, if you let Him lead you, we can do all things through Christ. He will give us the strength. He will give you the way to do things, whatever it is that you need to do. And the one question, you know, the one question that really bothered me was when God spoke that to me, what if I fail? Yeah. That's always the question. Here's a better question. What if you succeed? What happens then? Man, you're going to change lives all across the country. 
around the world, in your own family, in your own community. God has a plan for this church. God has a plan. He's going to open up a door that no man can close if we just let him. Let him use us. If we choose to be positive, choose to follow him, wake up every morning, say, good morning, Jesus. What would you have me to do today? Who can I witness to today? I'll tell you what, if you do that, he will put people in your path. You'll quit praying that prayer because it gets to be a lot of work. It does. This book right here, The Prayer of Jabez, I started reading that and I had to quit reading it because it just got overwhelming what God was doing in my life. I mean, every once in a while I go back and read it again and it just reminds me what God has done in my life. Man, it's it totally amazing. 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 You know what? God has a door He's going to open for you if you choose to allow Him to do it. Because we got a work to do around here. This community... Uh, we all know what kind of community we live in. It's a good community, but there's also a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol. Bringing people into this place right here and showing them the love of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. It is. It's all about others. Let that our motto be. It's not about us. We can come in here and get filled up, but we got to take it out. We can't leave it in here. We come in here on Sunday, let the Holy Spirit fill us up, and then we go out and we pour out on others. Them CDs out there, I'll tell you what, they will change your family's lives if you get them in their hands. We need to start passing them things out everywhere we can and watch what God can do. He can do it. He wants to use us. He wants to use us. So today, I know... Uh, God is speaking to somebody today. He has a ministry for you. He has a, he has a door for you to walk through. Do you have the courage to walk through it today? At the darkest of days I was lost without hope Just an old sinner thief At the end of my rope In my mind was a scripture Many times I had scorned while down the road they led Jesus, they claimed virgin born. That day I met Jesus hanging there on a tree. I heard as he spoke and he beckoned to me. I left a lifetime of misery hanging there, don't you see? That day I met Jesus, that day he saved me. There was nothing to do that would alter my past That's when I knew that this day was my last They nailed this man Jesus on a cross next to me There I opened my heart, new life to receive That day I met Jesus hanging there Left a lifetime of misery hanging there, don't 
Well, friend, are you lost? Do you not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one. The Bible says uh, in John chapter 3, verse 3, that we must be born again in order to see the kingdom of God. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? If you're not sure, if you don't know Jesus, if you've never asked him into your heart, then I'm going to give you a chance to pray a prayer of salvation right now, and God's going to save you. That's right. You don't have to go to church to get saved. I got saved in the cab of a semi-truck out on the road driving 65 mile an hour down the highway and Jesus Christ come into my life and save me and he can do the same for you right now if you'll believe in your heart and trust in him the Bible says in uh, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That word justified, we can be justified with Jesus Christ, and justified is just if I'd never sinned, and that's what Jesus Christ is going to do to you if you believe with all your heart and confess with your mouth. He's going to save you. As the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and and Gentile, the same Lord is Lord over all and richly blesses all who call on him. All means all and that's all it means. There's no difference between Jews and Gentiles. And Jesus Christ wants to come into your life right now and save you. If you'll pray a simple prayer of salvation and ask him into your heart, he's going to save you. Pray with me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Pray this simple little prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Come into my life. I want to give my life totally to you. I surrender all. I want to live for you from this day forward. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord, I ask you to come into my life and change me from the inside out. And God, I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Now the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if you prayed that prayer with all your heart, then you are saved. And now what you need to do is you need to call someone and tell them that you just asked Jesus Christ into your life and you are saved. Let us send you some more CDs that will help you with your walk with Christ. Last night I dreamed I went to heaven And there I was shown the book of life sins were many Then written by my name A 
That's Ann Webb Davenport. Ann Webb Davenport's a great friend of ours, and I got to help write that song with my songwriting partner, Tom Caldwell, and we give it to Ann, and she put the finishing touches on that and just turned that into a great song. Uh, She helped us write that, uh, done the music for us, and what an awesome singer that Ann Webb Davenport is, and we are proud to be songwriting partners with Ann Webb Davenport and Tom Caldwell. So, hope you enjoyed that song. 
How about another song by Ann Webb Davenport? And there's another song that she wrote, and she is an awesome songwriter. So you need to give her a call and order some of these CDs of hers, her music CDs. Ann's phone number is 281-636-5100. You give her a call and, and order some of her music CDs. Book her for your church or your Christian event. They do a lot of traveling in Texas. They would love to come to your church. If you're down in South Texas, they would love to come and minister with you. They also preach revivals and do nursing homes, and they're just really busy and serving God every place they go. So do us a favor, call Ann Davenport, order some of her music CDs. It helps support their CD ministry. They've got an awesome CD ministry right there in Texas called J&A Ministries, and they pass out free CDs all across America too. And we're proud to be partners, not only with them in writing songs, but also partner with them in the CD ministry. So we uh, enjoy working with Jim and Ann Davenport every chance we get. Here's another great song that Ann wrote, and I know you're going to enjoy it. Give him your pain 
you guys tuning in to our program and we want to help you as you travel that old lonesome road give us a call 618-383-2107 or log on to our website lonesomeroad.org let us send you some of our free cds to help you as you travel these great american highways you know i drove trucks for 30 some years and from 19 95 to 2005, I had the best trucking job I ever had. I was hauling explosives. Most of our loads came in and out of my hometown, and I was in and out of home all the time. Had a great paying job, benefits. It was the best paying job I'd ever had. And I'd done that for 10 years. But in 2005, through a series of incidents, I uh, found myself having to leave that job and go to work somewhere else. And the next place I went, I hated it, and I was only there for three months. And the next place I went, I was there two years, and I didn't like that job either. But then the next place I went, steps. I'm talking about steps to something greater. The next job I went to, I went to work for an oil field company down in Carmi, Illinois, and I became a truck driver for this oil field company. Three months later, God had raised me up to a new level. I was named the oil field chaplain of this company. And at the time, there was no such thing. But God spoke to me one night, I'm going to make you an oil field chaplain. And I took a step and I went into the boss's office and I told him what God had spoke to me. And he said, well, let's do it. We're going to do it. You're the oil field chaplain. I was doing a CD ministry at the time called Lonesome Road. And from that day on we started a brand new ministry called rig ministry and for the next 10 years we made cds send them out all across the country to truckers to oil field workers to whosoever under the name rig ministry we sent out over a million cds reaching people all across this country and if i hadn't took those simple steps i would have never made it to where god wanted me to be you know many times we see this see things like losing our job as a maybe Satan throwing a stumbling block at us. God can turn a stumbling block into a stepping stone to raise us up to levels that we never thought or dreamed possible. God wants to raise us up beyond anything that we could ever think, dream, or imagine. God isn't waiting for us to do some big impressive task for him. He's simply calling us to obey Him one small step at a time. Don't miss the greatest adventure God has for you. Even when he, His ways seem unreasonable, follow Him faithfully and your destiny will unfold before your very eyes. Read your Bible, pray every day, talk to God, and ask Him what it is that He has for you to do this day. And watch what God does for you. Small steps, hmm, the next small step you take may be the biggest step of your life. So be positive, look for where God is trying to get you to, and go for it with everything that you have in your heart. Passion, that's what you need. 
have a passion to follow Jesus and do what he says, and he will take you places that you could never imagine. Here's the most important thing you can do, drivers. Persevere. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't quit. Go for whatever God has called you to do. Don't let the devil keep you down. Don't let the world knock you down. Get back up and keep swinging and keep persevering and God will make you a champion of his kingdom. Keep on keeping on, drivers. God bless you drivers out there. We love you and we want to help you. So log on to lonesomeroad.org or give me a call. 618-383-2107. We want to send you more CDs, more material. If you haven't got a Bible, we'll send you a Bible. We want to help you drivers out there on the road. So give us a call. Let us help you. We want to pray with you. And uh, we want to walk this walk with you. Amen. So drivers, we're looking forward to hearing from you. And drivers, my friend, Gary Rayburn, has a song and testimony called At the Foot of the Tree that Dennis McKay uh, recorded for Gary and did an awesome job. And just like Gary Rayburn, if you said that prayer, then you've got a testimony. So let's go to the foot of the tree. Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today 
met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. Drivers, if you prayed this prayer, you need to call somebody. Call your spouse, call your pastor, call somebody, or call us at Channel 21 Ministries, 615-663-3199. Or you can call Gary Rayburn at Lonesome Road Ministries at 618-383-2107. Now that you've called on Jesus, give us a call so we can celebrate with you. Have a good day and a good night. Be careful out there. been driving all night, got 400 miles to go. Got the pedal to the metal and Vince skill on the radio. I just went through Texarkana heading down to San Antonio. But that's the life of a trucker driving this lonesome road. Well, my backside's sore and this old truck is sure is slow. I can hear temptation calling on the CB radio. She promised me good loving and she'll surely get me stoned. Well, that's the life of a trucker driving is a lonesome road. I said, drive, trucker, drive. You better run for your life. The devil in disguise And she's gonna ruin your life Can't be the money that keeps me on the run I is that white line fever that keeps me on the road Well, I could probably get lucky down around San Antonio Dead long star honey that would like to call this rigor on Ah, but you know that kind of loving It will only wreck your home It's a life of a trucker driving There's a lonesome road Yeah, I said drive, trucker, drive You better run for your life 
She's a devil in disguise And she's gonna ruin your life Well, it can't be the money that keeps me on the run It's that white line fever that keeps me on the road Yeah, I said drive, trucker drive You better run for your life She's a devil in disguise And she's gonna ruin your life Can't be the money that keeps me on the run It's that white line fever that keeps me on the road Anybody got your ears on out there? Man, it's lonesome tonight. 